here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. everybody, welcome to the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, my faithful companion, Mr. Damon McDonald. And uh, Damon, we are back after a bit of a break there, but um, we are excited to talk about the King of Pro Wrestling show that just happened this past Monday. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everyone, for uh, being patient with us. We know that everyone was chomping at the bits to, to hear what we had to say about this show. But, uh, Damon, are you ready? Uh, listen, I, just some quick points. I, th- I think we got to set a table here. One, uh, yeah, again, thanks, everybody, because, you know what, uh, a lot of people were, were looking for the show on Sunday, and, unfortunately, we just couldn't make our schedules mesh. It's been a crazy week in our lives, but uh, we've make, we're making it happen now. So, this is a special little gift for us, uh, a little late, but uh, we'll, we'll be talking about this show. So that's number one. Number two, somebody owes me a fucking dollar. <laughs> I, I want to make sure that's perfectly clear, and we'll get to this later on in the show, but somebody owes me a dollar. I'm not sure what you're referencing, but... I think everybody knows what we're referencing, and uh, you know, I expect payment in time, uh, or interest will be accrued. Uh, third thing, I'm not that faithful because I cheated on you last night, and she was fucking hot. So, All right, I'm ready now. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> just a few other things uh, that, that, that I want to make note of before we get into the meat and potatoes here. Um, number one, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down with a uh, an interesting wine I picked up last night. You're um, a wine drinker, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big really? wine drinker. Yeah, and th- th- this is kind of a recent thing that developed in the, the past few years or so because my parents are winos, and they kind of so got me hooked. Let me ask you, are, do, do you... Because this is a thing that I and, and literally seconds ago we were like, all right, we got to stay on the rails. We're going to just talk about King of Pro Wrestling. Well, this is important stuff. I feel it is. It is. If you go to a bar, say you're going out with your friends, sure. Are you the type of guy that's going to get a glass of wine? No, at, at a bar. Okay. No, this all is right. strictly a uh, at home thing. When, when if I go to a bar, you know, like I'm going to do tomorrow after work, I'm, I'm going to be drinking beer. Okay, because I went to a bar, like it was like a restaurant bar kind of thing, and. Uh, and I'm looking, and we're waiting for a table, and uh, this guy's walking around with a glass of wine, and I'm like, like in the bar section, and I'm like, who the, f- what fucking guy does that? Like, I, I, I don't, <laughs> a I, like, classy guy. I apparently because he was, uh, you know, he had an ascot and a monocle. I didn't, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but it was like, uh, like I just, I don't know guys that do that. Like I just don't know guys. I, if you're at a bar, you, you get a beer. If you're at the table. 
a glass of wine. Sure, absolutely. But I don't know anybody who intentionally goes into the, a bar, sits down and says, I'll have a glass of Chardonnay, please. I don't know anybody who does that. Yeah, if I'm at like a fancy Italian restaurant, of course I'll uh, yes, yeah. order a nice glass of Merlot, which I'm drinking right now. It's actually a, a, a new brand I decided to check out called uh, Cassiero del Diablo. So uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, on special for Halloween. But the second thing that I wanted to say, you know, believe it or not, folks, we don't get paid to do this. <laughs> <laughs> we, wait, we don't. Nobody told me this. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know if this is a, a surprise or not to you, Damon. But uh, yeah, we, we do not get paid to do this. We do this uh, because it is a passion of ours. It is a labor of love. And uh, hey, if somebody's going to pay us to do this, we'll crank out a podcast every day. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great like, if we were like, I don't know, somehow Alvarez this shit, and like, you know, you wake up and you watch a little programs and then you talk about it, and then yeah, be, that would be the life. That is our goal, folks. If you want if you want to make this happen, you know, please uh, oh, continue no. to listen. Me, me oh, and Damon no. here, we could be the next, we, we could be the Meltzer and Alvarez of the Puro world. Think about it. <laughs> I'll yell at you for getting things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. speaking of getting things wrong... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of getting things wrong, let's get into this King of Pro Wrestling review right now. Yes, uh, sir. Damon, first of all, my uh, initial thoughts. I, uh, I I really enjoyed this show. I thought that it was a good show. Um, let me ask you this. Which uh, commentary did you listen to? All right. That's a good question. So I said to myself, Damon, are you going to listen to the English because it's new? Or are you going to go settle back in your little comfy chair? Or are you going to watch... Uh, the Japanese feed. And truth be told, I started out with the Japanese feed because I honestly, I just clicked on the wrong. I just force a habit. I went to the Japanese feed. But, but after the middle of the first match, I did go into the English commentary and I did watch the first match again, English commentary. So I did see a lot of both. So uh, no worries. I saw both. So I can soundly critique the English commentary. All right. So uh, you want to get into the opening match here? Yes. First of all, you said you, you like the show overall, right? Yeah, Thumbs yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the show overall. And, um, you know, I, I just have a feeling that this is going to be one of those shows where we're going to be having a lot of disagreements. And that first disagreement is going to start with the commentary. I thought that Kevin Kelly and Matt Stryker did a fine job with what they were instructed to do. And let's make this very clear. I guarantee you that New Japan Pro Wrestling, the brass of NJPW, told them, uh, they, they probably gave them the same instructions that they gave Stryker and Ross at Wrestle Kingdom, and that is... Don't that, break the table. That, yeah, <laughs> don't break the table, number one. And number two, um, call this show... Like you're calling it for people who you know are, are brand new to the product, brand new eyes to the product, and uh, with with that in mind, uh, I think that they did a great job. I'm sorry. Okay, let's let's address that point first. So you're saying that the brass came to them and said, "Hey, we're trying to penetrate the North American audience a little bit. We brought you along. We paid your flight. We got your hotel. We got you a couple meals." Uh, here's what we need you to do. We need you to call it so that they could absorb it. You're saying that they came to them and said that to them. Yes, I guarantee you that those I are guarantee the you they didn't. I guarantee you they sat there with their thumbs in their asses and got literally no instructions at all. And I'll tell you why. Did you watch the press conference leading up to this event? I did not. Ah, okay. So 
this press conference was an absolute fiasco. I, I, I use the term the shit burrito. This was a shit enchilada platter. <laughs> wow. W- was it from Chipotle or Moe's Southwest? What's the difference? It's both. <laughs> I don't know what they're. I, I, I know I, I'm literally got stomach cramps on my ride home anytime I eat that stuff. Um, look, this was literally here's the table, here's your microphone, figure it the fuck out, boys, because how do you. How and I felt sorry for him. I, I really felt sorry for Stryker and, and Kelly during this part because you could tell they had no direction and everybody's speaking Japanese. Everybody's everybody's it's a press conference, Colin. So the guys are getting up at, at, a, at a microphone and they're yammering on in Japanese, and Kelly and Stryker are pretending to know and, and tr- pretending to be able to decipher what the fuck they're saying and their comment. It was the most embarrassing, awkward thing I think ever created by man. I might have to go back and watch this. Yes. You have to just for the fact that like, you're just watching Stryker and Kelly literally bullshit their way. through. It was like, it was like you were uh, like, you had to give a presentation at work or you had to, or at school and you lost your notes and you're just, fucking winging it this was winging it <laughs> this was if you're looking for winging it in a dictionary watch this this video should play online because these guys were just making shit up as they went along it was crazy so no colin i gotta disagree with you first disagreement i really don't think they got much instruction at all no well neither do i but i think that was the one piece of information they got call it like you're calling it to new eyes I, I, you know what? I have no confirmation either way, but to me, I don't think so at all. And, and I'll, I'll go so far as to say they got, they got the raw strikers treatment. And that's, that's amazing to me. You would think striker would be like, would, would like clue in Kelly and be like, look, here's what happened the last time with these fucking schmoes. Uh, we, we were flying by to see of our pants. Here's what we can do to kind of offset that because they're not going to give a shit. I don't think they gave him anything, Colin. I think they gave him a table. They had a monitor, and, and that's it. I really don't think they got much of anything. And I, and I could be dead wrong, but I didn't feel like it. You know what's interesting? For some reason or another, I didn't think or I didn't know that they were actually going to be in Japan. For whatever reason, I thought that this was going to be like a uh, broadcast from like a studio somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. They actually flew me. I actually took the time out of my busy schedule to uh, listen to, to Kevin Kelly's podcast. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Kevin Kelly has a podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Um, well, I guess if we have a podcast, then... Right. Anybody, any, any, you know, buy a microphone, you got to have a podcast. Um, actually, you do a fucking bang-up job, so let's, uh, you know, let's let's pump the brakes. Well, hey, you're no slouch yourself there. All right, let's make out. All right. Um, <laughs> Let's not so, start sucking each other's dicks just yet. All right. Dude, I had somebody, like, uh, talk about the, the show, uh, the last show we did, and how I just go on my silly little thing about the birthday thing. And he goes, I listen to five minutes of you sucking your own dick. <laughs> like, that's a way to put it. All right. Um, anyway, back to sucking our own dicks. Right. Um, we were talking about Kevin Kelly, weren't we? <laughs> yes, and, we were. Great we were transition. Yeah. <laughs> And we were talking about how they weren't getting any direction. And I forget what else we were talking about. But anyway, I don't think they got any di- Oh, the studio. Yeah, so I was listening to their podcast. and um, Or, you know, Kevin Kelly's podcast. 
and he specifically said that you know they paid for his flight they uh, obviously paid for his hotel they paid for him to go and they and and this is not the exact quote mind you but it's kind of what he said he, they paid him very well to do this show apparently apparently they made him an offer and he fully expected this offer to be low so that he was going to go the, the old ah you know ah, a little low no he didn't need, he, apparently he didn't even need to do that he was just like yep okay sign me up done <laughs> so and and he went on to say that it was a good deal so they made him an offer that he couldn't refuse exactly exactly so uh no he they 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 hauled his ass over there wow so um another thing that i want to touch upon here now you know that i am not one of those guys who you know says that they need english commentary to get into japanese pro wrestling obviously i'm not one of those guys and obviously you have never been one of those guys and uh, as a matter of fact people who say that that they, they they can't get into it because there's no english commentary that just completely boggles my mind now with that being said new japan pro wrestling starting uh this past january finally gives us English commentary for their biggest show of the year. And then again, this past Monday, they give us English commentary. And, you know, for all the people who've been asking for English commentary on New Japan Pro Wrestling, NJPW gives it to you, and then you have the brass balls to bitch about who it is when it's announced? Like, yes. count, count your blessings here. Seriously, no, no, count no, no. your blessings. My God, if, if if you would have said that, you know, 10 years ago that we were going to be getting, you know, English commentary on a, on a New Japan show, I, I I wouldn't have believed you. But, you know, it it, it happened twice now. So quite quite frankly, you know, I, I, I think that we're pretty damn lucky. Look, I get the fact that 10 years ago we didn't have English commentary. 10 years ago we didn't have fucking iPhones. But the... the, the the point being is, the, the it was shit. Like the, shit, I, it was not good, Colin. This English commentary was not good, and I and I and and I have reasons to believe this. It wasn't good, Colin. Help me understand what they did that was so not average and somewhat shitty. Like, number one, number yeah. one. Are they Ronaldo and Barnett? Not even close. They're not even in the same ballpark as, you know, Mauro Ronaldo and Josh Barnett. Um, should those guys have called this show? Yes. Should those guys call Wrestle Kingdom 10? Yes, absolutely. Those are the two that I want to call that show. However, with that being said, I think that Matt Stryker, you know, this guy's passion for pro wrestling is contagious, and he knows a lot about... Uh, the history of Japanese pro wrestling, and I think that really comes across in his commentary that he actually cares about this. And passion you know, is one, right. Passion is one thing, and I, I don't give him the benefit there. Yeah, he's absolutely passionate. But listen, you go online and you can see that the, the venom and the hate. And and I and here's the thing with Stryker. I think Stryker did a good job here. To be quite honest with you, he brought the level to tolerable. I thought uh, of the two, he. He, there were times when he was literally carrying the fucking broadcast for for a guy who's there to be a color guy. 
there were times when he was literally carrying the load. For the and second time in a row this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so my beef with this English commentary, and it's not a big beef. It's not like I'm fucking, you know, standing on a mountaintop screaming. Well, I'm sitting in an office screaming, but, um, you know, it's not like it's a big deal to me. It's really not that big of a deal. But let's be honest here. Stryker wasn't the problem. It was fucking Kevin Kelly that was an issue. I hadn't. I really didn't have that big of a problem with Stryker. His usual annoyances, where he makes fucking shit up out of the blue, and he just fucking rambles things that aren't even accurate. That's what that was kept to a minimum. To be honest with you, I, I didn't have a problem. It was fucking Kevin Kelly that I had the problem with. And I'll tell you, here, here's the one thing that drove me batshit crazy. This is the one thing that that literally had me screaming from a mountain and ready to punch my TV. So he makes this comment during right before yeah, right before the Okada um, Styles match. And before that, during the uh, Ishii Makabe match, I noticed it. But I didn't really pay that much mind. But then when he said what he said, before that match, the AJ Styles Okada match, I couldn't believe what the fuck he was saying. He says, "Hey, you know what? We're big fans, so if you hear us go silent during this match, we're just we're just watching the match, and we're just gonna let it play out and let the pictures speak for themselves." Fuck you! You gotta fucking. This is your job. You're a fucking play-by-play guy. How the fuck are you going to sit there and be, oh, I'm going to play silent and watch a match and be a fan? You fucking got a flight to Japan. Damon, he was just saying that. He wasn't he, serious. But he did it. He's, dude, there are pockets of this match where there is no one saying a fucking word. Who, who the fuck does he think he is? Vin Scully? <laughs> <laughs> Calling a fucking Cardinals Cub game in the middle of July and letting the game breathe? This is fucking pro wrestling. This is his job. This is why he's there. Why, why would there be any silence? His job is to call the match. And guess what? That's all he needed to do. There are there, there were definitely room for moments of silence, though, I think. Listen, there were. Colin, watch that match and listen to that. Watch it with the pure intentions of listening to that commentary. Because here's the thing: I unfortunately I'm such an animal, and and when I do these fucking voices of wrestling uh, uh, access TV reviews, and I say fucking, but like I'm like I don't like it. I do like it. Don't get me wrong, but I do it in a way that I'm listening to this commentary. It, there is no need for the amount of si- silence and this disclaimer in the beginning of the match that he's just going to let this thing. You know, work itself out. Oh, come on. And here's another thing, Colin. If I heard one, two, no. One more. He did it seven I know. I know. Times. One, two, no. Oh, fuck it. He could have at least done the, the old Vince McMahon. One, two, and he got him. He, uh. <laughs> no, he didn't. No champ. Like, I hate when they do that. No champ. And then, uh, no, they didn't get him. Oh, I. Uh, what listen. a maneuver. What a maneuver. It was, I I give I give Kevin Kelly a big fat D. It was he was not good. He he, he remind look look. I know he went in, into this because he said it on his podcast. Look, the action speaks for itself in the ring with New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he went there and it 
felt to me, and I could be dead wrong. He could have a notebook 15 feet high. He, it felt like he went in there really, I don't want to say unprepared, but it sounded like it was unpreparedness because he was just hanging with, oh, no's and Whoa! It was like it was a fan. It was like it was like if we went there and fucking did commentary. Hey, I, I would I would go if they paid us. Of course, and and it would be just like that. We should and get that I petition started. <laughs> we should call Wrestle Kingdom Ten. Fuck Ronaldo and Barnett. Let let really? me and you should do this. All right, now we're talking. But you see my point? Like I don't want to hear a fan call a match. That's the last thing I want to fucking hear. I want to hear a. Well, I'm going to hear a professional broadcaster call a match. And whatever that way they do it. Listen, I'm not the biggest fan of Michael Cole by any stretch of imagination. I'm not, and I, and I really don't like JBL, to be, to be honest. They do a better job. They did a better job than Kevin Kelly on this show. At least, because at least that's their world. Like, that's what they're paid to do, and they get people barking in their ear, uh, you know, to say this, you fuckers. Um, it's, it's that's their world, and that's kind of like what they do. So that what they do in their world, they I think they do well. It's not my thing. I think it's shit pro wrestling. It's sports entertainment. That's a different conversation for a different day. But what Kelly was paid to do was call New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I think he did a piss poor job of it. And here I am thinking. Be, being surprised at how good he did, actually, I was surprised what? at how good he did. What do you? What? Why? What? Like what? won you over? Like what did he do that was so great? I was surprised that look. I I think going into this, my expectations were pretty low. Mine too. And perhaps they were so low that in a lot of ways he actually exceeded them. But I think he. I think he didn't. He. He didn't call matches. He he oohed and odd through matches. I can't tell you how many times he was just, he, you know, he doesn't, and, and I'm guilty of it too, but I'm not calling a fucking pro wrestling match. I don't know the names of all the moves, right? I know what I called them back in the day. You know, I don't know a fucking, you know, whatever, you know, but I, I mean, I, I, you know, you know the bigger moves, but I don't know, like, all right, let's just leave it at this. I don't know the name of the fucking moves, right? <laughs> but... Again, he's supposed to. Like, you can't just fucking ooh and ah your way through a play-by-play call. It's just, it was just unacceptable to me. Unacceptable. I guess at the end of the day, as I was sitting there watching this show, I was thinking to myself, man, this is pretty cool that I'm sitting here watching a New Japan Pro Wrestling show with English commentary. I think we're pretty lucky. That, I don't know. Call me crazy. That's what I, I, I enjoyed it. Am I, am I wrong for enjoying this? Am no, I wrong? No, you're not wrong for enjoying it. But to think that they did a good job, I think you let that enjoyment of hearing someone speak English to you cloud the fact that it really wasn't good. Like it really I, wasn't. I, good I, I, I said at the top of this that it was not even in the same. I, I'm not comparing it to Ronaldo and Barnett. I'm not. I made that perfectly clear. Right, but not even comparing it to to those two for what it was. For what it was. I don't I, think it. I, don't I think enjoyed it, was that it. All right, you enjoyed it. I I did not. I did not enjoy it, and I think that it was the the hmm, uh, no. I I I pray that that if they decide to go English feed again, that that Kevin, Kevin Kelly's not a part of this mix. 
Uh, don't get me wrong. I would actually prefer. I, I I would like to see Jr. get another shot at this, and uh, you know, hear if if he can do a, a better job than he did at Wrestle Kingdom. Not to say that he did a bad job. You know, we we talked about it before on this podcast. There 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 were parts of that show where he was just completely lost. But I'd like to see him. You know, and and he has expressed interest in this. You know, um, lending his voice to NJPW again. So. We'll see what happens there. You know, yeah, but what's scary to me, Colin, is that I don't even think New Japan knows about Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I don't. I, I think if he walked into a room, they wouldn't know who he was. Uh, that scares me. That's that's and that's kind of sad to me. That like, and I feel bad for him because, again, we said it last week. It sounded like a guy that would was all willing. He, you know, his bags are already packed. <laughs> you know, he would he would have left at a moment's notice. Um, yeah, and after we went off the air last week, he did respond to our tweet, and yeah. he, say, he said they he was never approached about doing that show. Which, you know, like you said, it's sad that you know NJPW wouldn't know about him, especially when they have this show that airs in America, and you know. <laughs> Yeah, Most it's, not of the, new, yeah, it's not a new Japan thing, though. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's it's between the networks, and um, I know somebody. Asahi. Yeah, it's, they, they, I mean, I, I know um, one of the uh, real hero team um, who who does your your uploads. Uh, you know, we talked, and he was saying that you know, it, to him, it sounded like it was more of a contract thing in the sense that you know he, he technically couldn't. Showtime had him by the balls, but. You know, in in hearing everything during the week play out, it didn't seem like that either. It, it and and again, I could be wrong. I've never spoken to the guy, but um, that it was you know he he in his contract, Showtime, which is a subsidiary of um, or a, a parent company of Access TV. Um, the the problem is it is in his contract and broadcasting live events. Now I can't imagine. Let's think that. about this logically here. Do you really think? That Showtime would give a fuck if yeah. Mauro Ronaldo broadcasted a Japanese pro wrestling event at that airs at three in the morning on some obscured Japanese pro wrestling sub- subscription network. You really right. think that they would be burnt up about that? Right, I can't imagine. Come on, right. I can't imagine. But uh, that's 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 just some of the information that I had, so I figured I'd pass that along. Yeah, that's 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 a tough pill to swallow for me. But if, if that's the case, that's the case. But it didn't seem like it to me. All right, we talked a lot about announcers. Yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that the 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 prognosis here is that Damon thought the commentary was shit, and I didn't think it was that bad. I quite enjoyed it actually. All right. Well, but, I, I'd I'd love to hear what people thought, but um, yeah, please and, tweet. And it, us. You know, if, you, if you looked online, it didn't seem like I think people were more in my camp. Oh, I I I have no doubt that uh, you know people were in the the the, the bitching and moaning camp <laughs> like like, like you are, Damon. It wasn't a bitch and moan. Listen, I would be the first person to come on here and be like, "They did a fucking great job. They did a tremendous job." I would be all over it. I don't. I I have no no fucking dogs in this hunt. I got I got no problem whatsoever. If it's good, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. But uh, I I I I didn't think it was good. And here's the thing: I think Stryker again did a good job. And just just to wrap up that thought here, I'm going to read to you two tweets off of uh, Stryker's Twitter account. The first one, <laughs> which I love. One of the best parts about having haters is I get to wake up and walk along the beach every day while they all have to go to work. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. all right. That was his first tweet. Yeah, and, uh, the, the, se- the truth hurts, you prick. All right, yeah. go ahead. The second one, read some reviews. I missed some things, names, etc. Apologies. I'll admit I was nervous. Always will be. No excuse, though. Back to work. Okay. 
now would you say would you give that same pass to Joe Buck calling a football game? <laughs> right? Would you give that same yeah. pass to I don't know, you know, your local hockey announcer who you know has a tough Russian name he's got to pronounce? Would you give it to would you give that same pass to the guy calling the rugby game or the cricket match or whatever the you know what you know? No, but I'll give it to Matt Stryker. Why? Because I love Matt Stryker. <laughs> right? Because so he's now we're getting to the heart of it here. You got a man crush? Is this what this is? <laughs> no, Matt Stryker is just God, he's he's like the ultimate he's handsome, isn't he? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> he is a handsome guy. Right. There's no doubt about doubt about that. But he's like the ultimate pro wrestling nerd. I mean, talk about a guy who just loves pro wrestling. You can love pro wrestling. And listen, there's people that listen to this fucking show that love pro wrestling because there's no other reason why they would. That doesn't mean I'm going to stick a microphone in front of their face and have them call Naito Tanahashi. And I'll never forget the time on uh, the, the the WWE ECW show when he he quoted Rush. I believe he, he, he said, begin the day with a friendly voice, a companion unobtrusive. And from that moment on, Matt Stryker became my – I mean, come on. This guy is quoting Rush, and he's making all these obscure references. Oh. I, Matt Stryker's the man. Oh. I would love to get him on this podcast to talk some NJPW. Uh, listen, if you can set it up, you, I, I'll talk to anybody. I think that would be fine. But, um, oh, Colin. Matt Stryker's the man. You're a character. You're a fucking character. All right. All right. We talked this did this whole English commentary situation to death. So why don't we get into the matches now, Damon, huh? Yeah, sounds like a fun idea. Yeah, there were some matches on this uh, event, believe it or not. And uh, it opened up with a 10-man tag team match. We had the team of Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, Kushida, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Mascara Dorada versus Juice Robinson, Sho Tanaka, Jay White, David Finley, and Yohei Kamatsu. Um, as far as these multi-man, uh, young lion uh, legends uh, matches go, I had a lot of fun with this actually. Yeah, I liked this a lot. I think this lived up to my expectations. I thought this was this was, you know, for an opening match, it seemed like it had a lot of fire. They gave it a little bit more time. I think it was about eight minutes or something like that. Um. I like this match a lot. I, I, I love the idea going into it. I, you know, we had our wacky prediction side, and you know, we had what we actually thought would happen, and you know, what actually thought would happen, you know, made sense. Except uh, it was Dorada who got the pin, right? Or yeah, got, he got he, the pinfall. Yeah, yeah, Dorada pinned Finley after a Dorada screwdriver. There you go. Um, look, this was a, this was everything that we talked about, and everything that we that we had mentioned before, and it was a real enjoyable ride. Um, I had no problems with it, but here's here's a perfect example of, uh, and uh, I can't believe we're focusing on the announcing again. You know, somebody, I'm not going to name names, Colin, but somebody don't know their Kamatsus from their Tanakas. Just saying. <laughs> well, they do look similar. Oh, okay, all right, they're both wearing black trucks. Yeah. Listen, you should, if uh, let me tell you, if 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 New Japan called you, Colin, and said, "Guess what, big guy." We're flying you over, and you're calling this fucking show. Guess what? You're going to know the difference. You're going to tell the difference. You'll find something. You'll well, they were moving per- pretty fast. Well, you know, it's, uh, that's true. They, they, had, they were in the front row. Uh, come on. All right, so that was a fun match. I actually might go back and rewatch that match. It was uh, so much fun. But uh, moving on here, second match on the card, Tomoaki Honma versus Yoshihashi. Let me tell you something. As far as Yoshihashi matches go... Uh, I think that this was one of his better ones. Uh, 
I thought that this was a decent match. Of course, we all were speculating of the uh, never open weight title implications that this match had, and uh, Tomoaki Hanma picking up the win, picking up the win after the Kokeshi headbutt from the top rope. And hey, another thing about the English commentary. Without Matt Stryker, I would have never known that a Kokeshi was a Japanese doll with a big head that falls down. And that's what Holma named the headbutt after. You don't have a fucking computer, dude? I would have never known that. I would have never known that if it wasn't for Matt Stryker. There you go. There's a shining example of how uh, Matt Stryker enhanced this broadcast for all of us. I know what a Kokeshi is now. All right, well, again, you could have fucking Googled that, but that's all right, good. I um, never would have, though. Why not? Damon, were, were you going to Google what a Kokeshi was? Listen, if you look at my search history, you might be shocked at what some of the shit <laughs> I look up. <laughs> I'm sure I would. <laughs> all right. Um, it, it begins with an M and it ends in an ILF. Um, look, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned with the way that this match is going to lead to Hamna in the future. What do I mean by that? Well, if Hamna loses to Ishii, what's the point, right? Like, the, his whole thing is the lovable loser. His whole thing is, you know, you know, never quite reaching the, the, the brass ring, so to speak. So if he gets this win here, is this just, is, is this just another restart? Is this just another... You know, pump the brakes on on Hamna because again, he picked up his win against Ishii, and I guess it makes sense for him to win here and and, and to take on Ishii and 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 challenge for the the, the never title. But again, I, I I guess if he loses, where do we go from here with Hamna? Right? Like if if he loses, I I feel like it's weird because you you think picking up wins would help somebody, and for me, it's just the opposite with him. Every win he gets kind of is like, okay, so so either we're going to go all the way with him or we're not because his whole gimmick is the lovable loser, right? Then what does he have? Right. Honma is uh, essentially the Charlie Brown of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. So, you know, like I said, I mean, unless we're going all in and he's winning this title, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him winning. If, if that's if that makes any sense. I'm gonna hold my thoughts on that until we move up the card a bit and get to the Makabe Ishii match. All right, no problem. But uh, I figured I'd spill my my. I, I'd show my cards now. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, let's move on here. All right, all let's, right. Let's move on to the next match here. Hiroki Goto and Kota Ibushi. Shibata and Captain New Japan versus the team of Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Kojima, Nagata, and Nakanishi. Um, what can I say about this match? I don't even really remember it. <laughs> um, Damon, what happened in this match? Well, look, the one thing that I can take away from this match is this. You know, we sit here and we, yeah, we kind of poke fun. At, at at the big tree trunk Nanganishi, right? We we kind of we kind of he did some good chops tonight. Look, he and 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 I heard this elsewhere, so this is not a uh, revolutionary thought. But every once in a while, he comes up and, and and not to say that he puts on a stellar performance and he blows us out of the water, but he he's protected enough in in these multi man tag tag matches where. 
when he is in, he kind of conserves all of his energy and all everything that he, he has going for him into one pocket of time. And this was a perfect example of that match. Another match that, that comes to mind is, is uh, from actually uh, Don Taco of this year, where he does the dive and he barely clears the ropes, right, um, over, over the top onto the crowd uh, at ringside. His interaction with Ibushi during this match, I thought was actually fun. That was probably the most entertaining part of this match. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. And and again, it was this old grizzled veteran, you know, you know, having enough of the of the of the, of the kid, and 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 he's going to teach him a lesson. He's going to smack him around a little bit. So I do like that element that New Japan has of these veterans you know, teaching the lessons, so to speak, to the young up-and-comers and, you know, kind of showing them that eh, I still got a little bit in the tank here. And I, th- I think this is a perfect example of that. I, that's that's the takeaway I take from this match. Was it, you know, was it one of the matches that I'm going to remember leaving this card? No, no, by no stretch of the imagination, guys. Let's you know, relax on that. But that, I, I do think that that one little interaction was 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 decent enough that that's my takeaway from this match. It wasn't a terrible match. It was it was you know it's what you expect. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it was what you would expect after reading this on paper. And uh, Kojima picked up the win for uh, his team after pinning Captain New Japan, the big the big giant peep with a <laughs> lariat. I mean, why does anybody team with him? I mean, let's 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 be pro pro wrestling fans for a moment and, and crack open our pro wrestling illustrated. Yeah, if I showed up and uh, saw that I was on the same team with, with Captain right. New Japan, I'd be like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if that's better or worse than being on the same team with Naito. <laughs> I think it's worse. At least you got a shot. At least at least you got a shot with Naito, hey, Captain. I, like, why would anybody tag with Captain New Japan? Well, Damon, his heart's in the right place. I like. I, I appreciate that, but oh my god, what a fucking jabron! Ugh, all all right. right. So the next match was uh, for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship. We had the champions Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly defending against Rapongi Vice, Rocky Romero, and Trent Beretta. Uh, look, I have a few things to say about this match. Number one, I thought that the match uh, itself was really enjoyable. Um, I thought I thought that Romero and Beretta, for some reason, I I, I really enjoyed uh, these guys. Uh, in this match then they I don't know they just shined more in this match to me than uh, previous encounters but what a wacky finish like I I can't tell if that was a botch or if that was on purpose to set up a rematch yeah I think it was a botch I mean I, I I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it wasn't it's just by the reactions and and what was going on in the ring it you was know, just weird was it Tiger Hattori uh, I think it was Tiger yeah Hattori. yeah it was I mean look I don't blame the referee I don't blame the referee. The referee's got to do what he's got to do. He's going to call, you know, if, if there's shoulders on the mat and he's, you know, he's going to make it look as legitimate as possible. And, you know, it was a Trent Beretta that was uh, pinned. I think it was Trent Beretta. You know, he never got a shoulder up, you know, or, or it was late. And, you know, what are you going to do? So, yeah, I, I mean, it looked, it, it did kill a match and usually botches I, I don't really have a problem with it but when they come in that fashion and in that manner at the you know at that really impacts a finish yeah you kind of leaves a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth but yeah i definitely think that was a botch you could tell by 
uh, Red Dragon's reaction, you know, it, it, they improvised on the spot. But and even if you watch it back, um, watch back, look, look for uh, Rocky Romero. And he, he, he didn't look too pleased. <laughs> you know, he, he, he looked like he was a little pissed off. Um, it, it, I, I liked the match. I think the finish deflated the balloon. I think if if it went the, the, the planned course, it, it would have been much better in my eyes. But, yeah. That that finish soured me a little bit. Yeah, if that if that finish uh, didn't go down the way it, it did, I was ready to give this four snowflakes. Actually, yeah. I was really into this match. Um, and and just just to go back and retrace what happened here, um, Fish and O'Reilly did their double dragon move to Beretta, and it looked like Rocky Romero was gonna come in and make the save, but. Tiger Tori counted three, and that was the end of the match. There, um, yeah, it was really awkward. Um, it, you, you know how they do that spot where you know it's kind of like two guys, you know, they're, they lose their balance and they fall into the the, the pin attempt. I, yes. I think that's what it was, right? Right. Uh, and listen, somebody somebody was a little late. <laughs> Gotta be honest, somebody was a little late making that happen, and and Tiger Hattori just you know he he called it like a shoot, like referees are kind of told to do, and. You know, somebody didn't get their shoulder up and somebody didn't break up the tag and, you know, awkwardness ensued. I've said before on this podcast that uh, Fish and O'Reilly, for me, for my money, they get the award for Tag Team of the Year. But, Damon, let me ask you, what what is your opinion on Rapongi Vice? Um, I, for, for some reason, I've just begun to notice that they're actually a really damn good tag team. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I liked forever hooligans and but they weren't like you know top of my list or anything but like if they were on a show i, I you know more than fine um i do like rapongi vice um I, I i really think rocky romero is is one of the more underrated guys in the biz um again it's a, it, we talked about this before in the sense that he's a you know he kind of does a, a lot of comedy and then comedy's not my thing i mean when i see comedy i'm 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 the first to eye roll but I like him. I think he's so solid. I think he's so smart in the ring. And I think, you know, he's he's a talented, talented guy. Um, I, I like the tag team. It, I know people were kind of hesitant in, in this match. They, they knew it was going to be a, a good match. But I think that they didn't take them seriously as as a like a real contender. Like, I didn't think anybody thought that the belts were going to change hands. You know what I mean? So I think that kind of hurts the match a little bit in the sense that, nobody thinks that that Rapongi Vice is winning the belts but I, I like this tag team I really do I think I think th- I think they're grossly underrated and uh, again Rocky Romero is is a talent man he's really fucking good yeah for some reason I didn't realize just how underrated they were until this show I don't know what it was that made me uh come to that realization but well i haven't looked and I, and i can look back but I, I can't i'm trying to think back when when was the last time we saw them in just a straight up tag match i can't remember yeah they're usually hidden in like chaos multi-man tag team against you know bullet clubs or what have you so it's uh, like i'm trying to rack my brain and i and i don't have cage match maybe we, we can get an intern on that but uh it, it, I'd be curious to see like how many singles matches there have been with with them because they're a good tag team and I think given the fact that if you give them time and, and you give them the, op- the opportunity and the spotlight they certainly can shine. Um, I mean, again, maybe it's just the fact that they're hidden and buried in these multi-man tags that it's kind of hard to get a read on them. 
yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a rematch here with Red Dragon and Rapongi Vice, which, you know, because of the finish, I think we definitely are. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, uh, and again, we'll, we'll, we've got a lot to cover uh, on, on our Sunday show because we're doing that Sunday show. But, you know, this junior tag team title, uh, junior tag team tournament, rather, um, it does fly under the radar for a lot of people. But this is the, the lineups and the teams that are involved, man. This is like dream card kind of shit. Like if you saw this shit, you know, if this lineup, you know, for, for, for this tag tournament, just the opening round was at 2300 or if it was, uh, you know, if it was on like a P, you know, pro wrestling gorilla show, I, th- I think people would lose their fucking minds. You know, I think people would 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 go crazy over it. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll cover that more uh, on Sunday. But, yeah, I'd be curious to see how many singles, you know, one-on-one tag matches Rapongi Vice has had during the year. Yeah, I, I, I think that we are uh, going to be in for a real treat when it comes to this tag tournament. And just a side note, Damon, you've been to Japan twice now. I have. Have you ever actually been to Rapongi? Oh, huh. okay. So, yes. Um, and... Here's the thing. Tokyo is probably the safest city I've ever been to. Like, I have zero qualms, like, walking around 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I, and I did because, you know, the time difference is so out of whack that, yeah, you're, I mean, that, that did happen. So Rapongi is kind of like, um, I don't want to say it's like a red light district because um, Shinjuku kind of has that, too. But Rapongi has a lot of bars and a lot of like American and like expat type expat 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 walks around. Yeah, don't don't sit in a corner because he's going to fucking Bronco bust. It's it's so awkward. Um, so there's a lot of of a lot of drunkenness at night. So it's it's really weird during the day. Like during the day, it's kind of like all or it seemed to me like it was like a lot of office complexes and. Like not a lot going on during the day, but at night it totally fucking transforms, and it's 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 shenanigans, it's shenanigans. Um, so they they stand like out in the street, and it's all crowded on, it's all bars and and titty bars and and stuff like that, and and, and probably other things like you know, who knows. So what they'll do is they'll see like like uh, a Westerner, or American, or European guy, you know. And they'll come up and they'll be like, "Hey, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, come, come in here and and you want to you want to see some tits or you want to you know and like and and you're like you're, you're trying to blow them up. You're like, no, 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 I'm not interested. No, no, free drinks. We'll get you in here. And like they're physically holding on to you, right? Whoa. Um, yeah, they're 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 a little it's a little crazy, right? And there's there are a lot of them. Like if you're kind of stern and forceful, you know, you'd be like, dude, get, no, right? Or you just pretend you don't speak English or any language that they're speaking. Right? You just be like, ah, blah, blah, like my makeup sounds and shit, because <laughs> I, I did that. Um, I speak Klingon. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, so that's hap- that happens a lot because I was by myself. I, I had like, um, I had earbuds in, but you know, um, sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I did it because I just sometimes I didn't feel too comfortable just having earbuds in around there. But it was, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of them, and they, they, they really want your business. And so here's to wrap this up. What they do is, I'm not saying every place, but it's pretty notorious that what they'll do is, is they'll bring you into these places, right? And, like, a, like a, a beer will be, like, $700. Like, they'll charge your fucking – they'll give you a bill for something crazy, right? 
and you'll be like, I ain't paying this shit. I, I bought one beer and I bought this, you know, fucking whore uh, uh, a beer. Um, and it'll be like, nah, you're paying or we're bringing out the fucking lumber. <laughs> right. And here comes, you know, some unsavory characters ready to you're going to get they're going to get their money. Let's put it that way. Um, so, yeah. Or the, what they do is they will drug you. They'll, they'll roofie you. Um, this sounds serious. It really is, dude, and, and I can't believe we're going off in this, but that's that's Rapungi. So, like, when, like, Carino, like, and Carino's getting taken care of when he goes over there. You know, he's, you know, he's got sponsors and shit and people buying him stuff and people t taking him to stuff. For just a, a, a schmo walking down the street that's from, you know, Philadelphia, you're, you're, you're they, they, they got lust in their eyes at that point, man. <laughs> they're, they're salivating, thinking this guy's, you know, we, we got a sucker. So and, if uh, I go walking down the streets of Rapongi late at night, then I'm by myself. Uh, I should be ignore. on alert, is what you're well, saying. Well, just ignore. And here's the thing. You can't hit them. Like, if they touch you, you can't, like, haul off and crack them across the face because your ass is in jail, and then you're getting deported, and that's a mess. So you got to keep your fact. Because here's the thing. If that happened in Philly, I, my keys are in my fucking knuckles, and, and they're eating my keys, right? I'm knocking out a couple teeth. Sure. Because you're a badass. You know, me. <laughs> um you can't, you can't, you can't do, you can't do that there. Like they, there isn't like the same laws for self-defense and shit. And uh, ain't going to fly there. So you gotta, you know, gotta be cool about it, but it's, it's, uh, it, it's really weird how it flips. You know, it's like during the day, it's all offices, but during night it's, it's crazy. We're, right, off well, the rails. <laughs> we're, off, we're officially off the rails. The, the only reason I, I even brought that up is because you always hear Kevin Kelly bring up, uh, Steve Carino and you know his uh, stories from Rapongi. So I just had to you know ask you if that if if that was real or not. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I haven't. I I, I can't imagine some of the shit he's seen. You know, being so that know. ain't a work. That's uh, I don't think so. I think I, I'm 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 think he's this is all he he could probably rattle off a ton of stories. All right, so mo mo moving on to a lighter note, we're, we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna venture out of the the dark alleys of Rapongi, and we're gonna go into this IWGP Junior title match here with the champion, the cleaner Kenny Omega, defending against Matt Seidel. I thought that this was a great match. I really enjoyed this. I, I did too. And here's the thing with Kenny Omega. I can't think of another wrestler that does this to me, Colin. And I don't know how you feel about this, but. I could watch a match with, with, with Kenny Omega, and I could be like, oh, my God, he's fucking so talented, and he's so fucking good, and, man, he could, he's just smooth and natural, and, and just everything he does is crisp, and his offense looks great. And, and then I could watch this same match three days later and be like, oh, this fucking guy's driving me crazy. And I can't think of anybody else that does that to me. He... He's so polarizing within my own head, <laughs> right? That that I don't know if I if I really like him or I can't stand him. I don't know what it is with him. I think and the problem is that sometimes it's hard for some people to take him seriously with his whole uh, uh, Final Fantasy shtick that he's got going on. You know, he comes out and he's you know doing the ho oh, oh, oh. You know, he's singing his. Uh, Interest pretty music. good, by the way. Yeah, by the way. Th thank you, thank can you. Somebody, can somebody isolate that sound clip for me, please? <laughs> I need a new ringtone. Hey, I, I, I take great pride in my, uh, <laughs> in my musical talents. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's hard to take him seriously, and you know, 
especially in a promotion in a in a product that prides itself on being you know serious and you know sports centered so i is that part of it for you personally yeah i i would say normally yes but it's it could be the same match because i watched this match twice and i thought the matches you know i i, I didn't think any less of the match but i thought less of him and i don't know why because Originally, when I saw it, I was like, "All right, this is the f- I- I'm ready to get a, like a nine hour Kenny Omega comp, you know, <laughs> and, and, and binge watch Kenny Omega matches." But then I watched this match again, and I'm like, "Oh, fucking god damn it!" And I'm like, "Wait a minute, I I I, I liked him two days ago, and I, and he and he does this to me all the time, and I I don't know what it is. It's not even match to match, Colin. It's the same fucking match." I don't know if it's uh, am I bipolar or I don't know what it is, but but he's the only wrestler that uh, that I can think of that does that for me. So, do you think that are you saying that he does the same things? Like, did he do the same no. stuff in this match? No, it's not the same. It's not. It's the, Colin. I swear to you, I watched this match as it happened, and I thought it was a great match. I'm uh, I would go. I, I'm in a four ring. I'm in right? the four star range for sure. Yeah. I, I thought Matt Seidel was fantastic. Oh, we're going to talk about him in a minute. I had I had no problems with the match. I thought the match was great. I I I and I liked Kenny Omega being Kenny Omega in this match. Okay, that doesn't necessarily mean cleaner or wacky DDT guy or serious Kenny Omega. I liked Kenny Omega. I had no problem with Kenny Omega in this match. I liked the match. So I, I rewatched this entire show, and I'm watching this match, and I'm. I'm like mumbling under my breath, like, oh, fucking Kenny Omega, fucking Kenny Omega. Oh, this fucking guy. Oh, Kenny Omega. Jesus fucking Christ. And I'm and I stopped myself. And I was like, wait a minute. Fucking three days ago, I was I, like I said, I, I was I was literally scouring the internet for people to provide me with a Kenny Omega comp. I swear to God. Right? I, you know, in between my MILF searching. I'm looking for Kenny. Omega. I'm looking for Kenny Omega. Most right? of it's milf searching. Well, all right, Asian milf. Um, but my point being is, it's the same fucking match. It's the same match I'm watching, and it's and I got two completely different reactions to it. And I was, I, and I guess I, my question is, is is this am I on my mind? Wow, Kenny Omega really is a polarizing figure in your mind. He really is, Con. And I'm not making this shit up. I can't, you know, and I can't think of anybody else that does that to me. Like, he, he's a great pro wrestler. He is. And sometimes I guess I can take him at, at the entire package. I can take it all in. Ew, that didn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Damon can take the entire package. Please do not isolate that sound clip. (laughs) Please delete and strike from record. Um, But you see what I'm saying? It's like I I, and it's the same match. So maybe it's just me going out of my head. But um, this was a good match. And I'll be quiet and let you give your thoughts. My first memory of Kenny Omega ever, it was I think he was wrestling on a Ring of Honor show. Um, I, I, I don't remember what it was. And this was back in like. Oh, I, I I don't even know how far back this was. At least you know over five years ago. And I remember seeing this guy, and he did the Hadouken from Street Fighter that yeah. Ryu and Ken do. Like, I, I 
I couldn't believe that a wrestler was actually using that, was utilizing a Street Fighter move in their arsenal. So that was my first me- memory of Kenny Omega doing that in Ring of Honor. And then he kind of like fell off the radar a bit. You know, I, 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 I didn't see him as much on the scene. Mm. And it wasn't until, you know, last year when I, I, I guess it was that he was signed to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And yeah, I just... Kenny Omega is certainly one of a kind. But how about this Matt Seidel? Talk about, you know, a, a guy that really never got his due in the business and just such a amazing talent, such a – just that that standing moonsault that he does, it is just so symmetrically perfect. And this kid's a great worker. Yeah. You know, like I said, Kenny Omega – is is polarizing and you know i'm not the biggest fan of 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 the ddt stuff and the comedy stuff and the and the you know uh, that is what it is and i'm sure that has its audience and people enjoy that element of kenny omega he definitely can appeal to a a younger set no doubt with with the video game references and and the the anime references and all that they're all pretty old references by the way just saying yeah (laughs) i mean you know metal gear solid and final fantasy that shit's been around for a long time buddy all right well listen all right what are you saying um uh matt seidel is 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 one of those guys man that that he's you know, I I don't want to put a label on him and say, you know, he is this this that this is his ceiling. You know, like like a new Japan is his ceiling, um, because I, I I hate doing that. I I, I wouldn't want to do that to people because who the fuck am I? But you know, I, I wish there was there was more available and more options for him available aside from I, I guess what I'm trying to say is man fucking these North American companies really fucking missed the boat on him you know yeah and and I and I know that TNA is what the fuck it is and and WWE is what the fuck it is but man I, I it, it does leave you scratching your fucking head thinking man what are these people thinking when you got a guy that talented, I mean, th- does he have the charisma and and the charm that that can carry a promotion? No, but man, you mean to tell me there's nothing you can do with this guy? <laughs> and, and I guess that's our benefit, you know, because between the New Japan stuff and the Dragon Gate stuff and the, and the, and, the, and the Pro Wrestling Gorilla stuff and the Ring of Honor stuff, I mean, there's so many options available to him, but. Man, I just think on a big stage, they were missing the boat on a guy like this. And, uh, you know, if, if he has no charisma, put him on a fucking mask and, you know, have him do shit. But uh, I don't know. I think they're missing the boat. And how about that man bun? Boy. <laughs> I, that's one thing I don't like. I have never <laughs> seen somebody rock a man bun as well as Matt Seidel does. I'll tell you what. Not I many don't... guys can pull that off, Damon. You can't pull that off, buddy. <laughs> I cer- I, no. <laughs> I certainly can't. Uh, look, um... Yeah, great. I, I I can't believe the words man bun came out, but hey, you know, we're, we're a crazy show. <laughs> yeah, so Kenny Omega picks up the win here with uh, the one-winged angel, his finisher, which is sort of like an electric chair, dropped into a Michinoku driver. Um, were you uh, su- surprised at, at the outcome of this, or, you know, you no. thought it was... Oh, yeah, same. Yeah, I, I think we both predicted Omega was winning this, and you know, I kind of hope this leads to to uh, Kushida kind of getting in the mix. Man, talk about a guy who's fallen off the rails. He's the guy. You know, 
Um, and, we'll, and we'll probably talk more about this on Sunday. But those those Rev Pro shows in England, um, they were some great shows. But you know, why would Kushida be 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 doing jobs? <laughs> you know, uh, he, he he listen. He had to piss somebody off. Somebody's he got under somebody's skin. He, Who he, could Kushida possibly piss off? The guy's he, the, he's the most lovable. <laughs> <laughs> I know he looks like a little little little, little child. I don't know, I, but but he pissed off somebody because it makes no sense. Like there's no other reason besides pure spite at this point. Like because there's why would why why? It's just so you're saying spite. that they took the title off of Kushida for spite? Listen. He has had two runs, both of which there was an instant, uh, no, fuck this. You know? <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, I remember. I mean, I mean he won the, the, the Super Juniors, but, you know, th- that led nowhere. And, and he's, he's floundering. He's, he's, there's no, what, what direction does he have now? Where is he going? He can go nowhere. It's, it, there's no, no, it doesn't seem to be any, any, any plan for him. His plan is is six man opening tag. His his plan is, uh, oh, Wrestle Kingdom Dark Battle Royal is what his plans are. And that's sad because last month, you know, around uh, this time, I I I had Kushida booked defending the uh, junior title against Ricochet at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, I think we all had. The, the, that's what I had in my mind. We all had these grand plans for him, but. That ain't happen. happen. And there's, like I said, he had to have pissed somebody off because there's, there's no explanation whatsoever for this, this literally drop like a rock booking on Kushida. Yeah. Well, we're gonna talk more about that on Sunday, but let's move on here. Uh, after the intermission, we got into the second half of the show. Shinsuke Nakamura, Toru Yano, and Sakuraba taking on Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, and Bad Luck Fale. Look. Uh, I, 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 I didn't really think much of this match, but I'll tell you what, just from the time that we got got to see Nakamura and Anderson in the ring together and do their thing, I'm kind of looking forward to their match at Power Struggle now a little more. Yeah, I said it before that it's going to be a good match. Carl Anderson can put on a great match. I, I can't wait for you know Guns and Gallows to be no more. I, I pray for it every day. Oh, Damon, uh, th- th- there was only one cock swing, I think, in this. Or... I didn't see many. I didn't see many. You know, I was a little disappointed. A little, a little disappointed in Doc. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe it's come up a little limp and coming a little short there. I think we need to lay into him <laughs> a little more, and maybe he'll... you think so. Yeah, he's a little encouragement. He's a little verbal. <laughs> yeah. uh, little verbal. Hey, Doc. Let's get the cock swinging a little bit, right, buddy? Come on, we're all looking forward to it. We all, we we all know that's all you got in your arsenal. Let's let's do it. Come on, make a smile, make a smile with your stupid cock swing. Ugh, God almighty. Gallows is itchy, bun. <laughs> Carl Anderson did a good job. Um, yeah, and when he was in there with Nakamura, it was fine. But to me, I, this was probably my least. Uh, rated match, least least rated match. It wasn't. It didn't do anything for me. Yeah. And my prediction of falling asleep, I believe, came true during this match because I remember shaking myself, waking up, being like, "Oh shit, what, what?" Uh, and then uh, I must have dozed off a little bit because it was doing nothing. For you are me. not gonna believe where I fell asleep during this show, but we're gonna get into that later. Oh, all right. But uh, yeah, this uh, you know, this was my least favorite match on the card. You know, we saw. 
Yeah, no, give uh, the big bad luck folly, the low blow, and that yeah. coconut toppled over, and he schoolboyed him, and uh, Yano picks up the win for his team there. So now, wouldn't it have been better if 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 Yano got the cock shot on uh, Gallows, right? Yeah, you know, Come I on. didn't I didn't even think of that. You know, since Gallows is always swinging that cock, you right? Know? It's always in his way. You know, he's always tripping over it because yeah, it's, it's so massive. It's, I mean, it's just you know, it's like a fucking anaconda. So you know, well, what else? Well, I mean, you build it up for 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 a year. Him swinging it around. Come on, little little knockaroo right on the tip, right on the tip. You know saying? that. <laughs> I I think that might be a Wrestle Kingdom dream match. Yano versus Gallows. Book it, Ghetto. Book it. Ball ball shot match. You can only win. You can only win with a ball shot. Why huh? Why aren't we running this promotion? I'm, I'm like, my God, you. this is money, pure fucking money. Oh, they'd be out of business overnight. Anyway, ah, <laughs> oh, the next match here. For the never open weight title, Togi Makabe defending against Tomohiro Ishii. Damon, I believe that this was the fourth or fifth time that we've seen these two big bulls battle it out. And, uh, you know, it, it, we've seen this, this so many, we've seen this match so many times before. I don't think they really did anything different in this encounter than they've done in previous encounters. Um, I can tell you right off the bat that their match at Wrestle Kingdom earlier this year was a lot better than this one. But as we both predicted, Ishii picks up the win, regains the uh, never open weight title. And uh, who comes out after the match to lay down the challenge? But uh, Mr. Honma, everybody's favorite underdog. Well, look, I think before we get into this, I think we, uh, we owe you a little round of applause, Colin. This is exactly right. how you made out. I mean, that's this is, right. Hot this... take, Colin. Here, yeah, look at you know, at least one of my things came through, right? <laughs> it didn't even cost you a dollar. Um, nope. Yeah, it, it's exactly how how it laid out. Look, I know everybody going into this was kind of just you know kicking it to the curb. This was a good fucking match, guys. This is a, this was this might have been their best match. Of the four. Really? You think this was better than their Wrestle Kingdom match? This was a great match, man. This was, a, this was, you know, here's, here's the thing. I came off of watching and, and I, and I tweeted this or Facebooked it. I, I don't really tweet, but I, I put it somewhere. It fucking look online. Um, uh, that, that, that's Suzuki. Is it Sugara? Sugiara from all, from uh, Noah? Yeah. That, that match. Holy shit. This match. Holy shit. I mean, you're talking about two guys literally beating. It was a fight. It was an absolute. It wasn't a wrestling match, Colin. This was a fight. There was a time where there's there this uh, spot where there is, it's an ankle lock and Suzuki gets to the ropes and it's a big kind of build. It's in the middle of the match. From that point forward, it literally is two guys punching and elbowing the living shit out of each other. There were times where I physically got up out of my chair after some of these shots. I couldn't believe it. And Suzuki's one of those guys, man. You're going to get a gem once a year. He did it last year with Styles. This this is his gem this year. If you got to fucking see this match, because it's cut from the same cloth as, as Hamna, or excuse me, as uh, Ishii and, and Makabe. If you like Ishii Makabe, you will absolutely go Bonkers over the Suzuki Sugiara, uh, I can't pronounce his name, it, it, match. Fucking fan 
fantastic. Are you saying oh. I should move that match up to the top of my uh, yes. must-watch yes. wrestling yes. list, which is just overflowing with... I know uh, it is. I know it's, it's, a lot of shit. it's ridiculous. Um, fucking amazing. So anyway, it's cut from the same cloth. So um, I thought the Suzuki match was better than 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 the Ishii Makabe match, but I really like the Ishii Makabe match. I had no problem with it. It's it is the same shit that we've seen, but the shit is really fucking good. Oh Come yeah, on. it was a good match, definitely. Absolutely, I, I I will not say anything bad about this match. Um, I will just say that I think that their uh, some of their previous encounters were better. Just in my opinion, maybe I need to go back and watch it, and maybe I'll agree with you that this was the best one. Who knows? I like this one a lot. I thought this was of of, of something. Do I want to see this again? No, I'm done with it. We're good. We're we're fine. Well, I, I'm I'm going to express a fear that I have to you in a moment. But finish your thought. Uh, I can't imagine. Don't don't say it. But um, it's. It, uh, going into it, I think everybody was on the same page of okay, you know, let's 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 work our way through this, forgetting the fact that these two guys love to beat the shit out of each other, and it's very entertaining. <laughs> well, Damon, here's my fear. Okay, all right. So I said that uh, Tomohiro Ishii was going to pick up the win here and uh, become never open weight champion, which he did. Mm-hmm. And I said that Honma was going to beat Yoshihashi and mm. then ch- lay down the challenge to Ishii, which he did. And, uh, you know, well, what a what a great way to uh, kind of end their trilogy. You know, what a, what, what a better way than to have them do it at the Tokyo Dome in Wrestle Kingdom. You know, we saw these guys have the, their first match of the year at the, the new beginning, I believe. You know, Ishii mm. beat Honma in one of my top five matches of the year, actually. I, I, I thought that was a phenomenal match. Yep. Then we saw Honma, you know, pick up the win over Ishii at the G1. And I, I was you know, there. Yeah, you were there. That's right, you bastard. That was great. And, you know, I just kept thinking, man, what, what a better way to, you know, round off this trilogy than under the, the big egg dome at Wrestle Kingdom. Then we find out today that they're doing this match at Power Struggle next month in November. Yeah, now, it, here it, is my fear. What's that? Ishii beats Honma. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> what do we see at Wrestle Kingdom? But Makabe coming back to challenge Ishii for the belt that he lost. What's well, his rematch? Son uh, of a bitch. Look, I can't say that that's not a possibility. I think we're getting Makabe Ishii at Wrestle Kingdom 10. I am not. I, I can't sit here and tell you that that's not going to happen. Um, I, I, I hope not. I really hope not. I don't want to see that again. Even though I just sat here and told you how great this fucking match was, I'm good. We're good. Let's leave it. Let's leave it on a high note, right? Costanza, right? Huh? Steinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that's right. George, George, uh, huh? put that into practice. He, he, he left on a high note. Yeah. Hey, uh, have it me. Um, yeah. Look at Damon making the Seinfeld yeah. reference. Well, let's do that. Let's let's do that with this. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm with you on that fear because because here's the thing. That's not a crazy fear. That's a legitimate fear. Yeah. That's, that's as we've seen. That's a legitimate fear. Um, look, it, it, it's it, I, I. It's a fear. I, I can't say that they they, they wouldn't do that. It, it's a it's a legitimate fear. Well, let's leave that there and uh, let's move on to this next match here. The the, the co-main event of the evening with uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi 
defending his Tokyo Dome briefcase against Tetsuya Naito. Um, you know, we see Naito come out in the in the in Gabernable's mask and the suit, and uh, he was also with a uh, a doppelganger, another. Uh, Oh my God! All these words. Yeah, I know. I know, right? I know. Right? Yeah, that's that's because I listened to a lot of Matt Stryker. <laughs> <laughs> Much of my vocabulary was learned from him. Well, no, but uh, yeah, yeah. So 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 Naito comes out with another suited gentleman who we we have no idea who this is. Uh, let's get into the match itself first. Here, all right. Um, Your thoughts? Uh, you know, I thought that this was a good match, but. Okay, here's 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 my problem with it, and I was texting this to you last night, and I know you're gonna disagree with me, but that finisher of Naito's has been protected, and he hits it on Tanahashi. Tanahashi just kicks out, gets up immediately like it was just a body slam, and then beats him, and that's it. What the I, fuck? I I agree. Okay. I know I know that was painful for you. I, I, I felt the cringe from oh from, from, from here. So it's like the, LOL, Tanahashi wins. <laughs> but again, understand that we're here to build up to Tanahashi Okada. Right. But, but that but, but, I, I understand. What was that, the that point of even even protecting this finish? To get to that point of holy for, shit, he, he Tanahashi for Cena. I, I mean, excuse me, for Tanahashi to kick oh, out of it. Oh, oh did you just go? Oh, <laughs> how I'm, dare I, I? I say that with that, oh, that's a a tongue Speak, in. Not to totally go off the rails, but did you hear um, fucking Kevin Kelly with his road to WrestleMania? Kingdom. I miss that. No, I have to go back and catch that. Yes, that's amazing. I almost dropped my fucking tea. (laughs) I was like, what did he just do? How do you fucking screw that up? Road to Wrestle Kingdom. (laughs) Well, he did work there for a time. I know. He got confused. He was all sleepy and everything. Um, All right, so yeah, listen, I'm 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 kind of down with it. I'm not I'm I know what you're saying, and I and I do agree that uh, I I'm not a big fan of kicking out of finishes, but I'm but if it's Tanahashi, it's okay, right? That's what you're saying. In this case, yes, because because not for nothing, Tanahashi's headlining the fucking Tokyo Dome. Naito's not. Naito is there to put over Tanahashi now. Is it with his finisher or not? Uh, okay, I, I, could we get away with this not happening with the finisher? Yeah, yeah, we could. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go crazy. The fact that he kicked out of of Naito's finisher, I couldn't believe not. it. I, you know, what I actually thought was gonna happen here, I was convinced when I saw Naito come down to the ring uh, with, with with this other. Uh, in Gobernable, you know, right. I was convinced that we were going to see him help Naito to upset Tanahashi. Naito is going to walk away with that briefcase, but then, of course, we were going to see a rematch, a power struggle, you know, where, where, where Tanahashi regains that. I actually thought that we were in for the surprise of the night here with Naito upsetting Tanahashi. And I, I, not for one minute that I think this, and I know that there was some clamoring online about it and, Kind of how it would be awesome to see Naito defend or or actually win the belt at Wrestle Kingdom and um, look that's 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 not how this is going down, guys. I mean, I don't want to disappoint everyone, but that's this is this we knew this. You know, it's kind of like your parents saying, "Listen, 
we can't afford this new bike. And you're sitting there saying, well, Santa's going to get me a bike, and Santa's going to get me a bike. And then Christmas comes, and you got fucking Play-Doh. Well, we told you. <laughs> Santa can't I got wrestling figures for Christmas, Damon. I wasn't asking for no bike. <laughs> look, well, tough shit. You ain't getting either, right? <laughs> apparently. Uh, look, it's, uh, it's a, it, this is about Tanahashi getting his revenge and moving on to Wrestle Kingdom. I'm sorry. This is, that's what it is. Should he have kicked out of his finisher? I don't have a big problem with it. Be honest with you, I really don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And you know, you guys get over it. It's. It. This is the Tanahashi Okada show. Yeah. Well, Damon, you know, you 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 would be down there in the aisle with the little girl throwing your towel at Tanahashi for him to wipe his sweat on and give it back to you. Admit it. I would. Listen, I, I'm not going. I'm not even going to sit here and lie and tell you that I didn't do that before, and it's not <laughs> hanging up on my fucking wall right now. So so f you, Colin Miller. I love him and his flat ironed hair. Fucking awesome. Now, Hiroshi Tanahashi, you know, all joking aside, is one of the top five best pro wrestlers in the universe. But I just feel like he shouldn't have kicked out of that finisher. But, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm not going to lose any sleep over it tonight. Yeah, everybody's going to be fine in the end. In the end of the day, everything's everything's going to be all right with, with both those guys. Um, what do you think of Wat- uh, Watanabe Yeah, the up? big surprise of the night, actually. Watanabe being uh, revealed as the ingobernable. Uh, thank God that they brought this guy over and are actually, you know... Using him for something meaningful. Actually, I think that 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 this is like the perfect thing for him to be doing to be to be a, a part of Naito's faction because you know he kind of he has that you know uh, thick kind of badass look about him, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where, where they go with this. You, you know what I really think would be an awesome matchup: um, yeah. Shibata versus Watanabe. Well, you, you know, well we're getting Shibata and Goto. With against Naito and 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 uh, what's he called now? Evil. They're calling yeah, him he's, Evil he's now. Called evil. Um. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see. He those looks evil. Interact. He's got the you know. He looks like a he looks like a Madonna Wayne Gacy. Any, anyone? <laughs> anyone get that reference? Okay. Um. So hey, look, I love this. Uh, I, no, 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 let me pump the brakes. Three things. Three things I want to uh, I want to make mention of. One, this striker made a comment. Your boy striker. Your man crush striker. Hey, hey, hey! Made made a made a really nice comment. I really like this. We're bros. I he did a good job here. You're bros. <laughs> Sharing a glass of wine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Bought a special bottle for him. Um, How Colin got his groove back. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, I like what he said. Uh, something to the effect of, "Hey, it's amazing that Naicho." has so much influence right now in the locker room that these young lions coming back from excursion are are believing what he's saying and 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 taking it to heart and 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 it's you know this this faction that Naito is running you know he's he's got some pull and he's got some stroke because people are listening to what he has to say I liked that I liked I liked that little you know self you know he he kind of took the ball and and and, and ran with it um, you know, making up his own narrative, mind you, but it, I liked it. I, I had no problem with that. Here's what I didn't like, and what had nothing to do with Striker. The fucking interference in this. This wasn't a good match. I don't. I, if you, if I told you, Naito, Tanahashi, I think you got some expectations. Well, we've seen these guys have great matches before. 
This wasn't a great match. No, it was it was it was not a great match. The interference definitely, yeah, it was it, it was almost a bit uh, TNA-ish, dare I say. I, I it was a lot of interference. There was a lot of shenanigans. There was, uh, it seemed like there was a lot going on. And right, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waver on this. I'm not gonna be flip flop dame because I don't like flip flops. Um, we were. I'm a little unsure about this Naito thing. <laughs> wait a minute! 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 You you just said that you were on board with it the last time I, we spoke. I I was, and something happened along the way, and and that something was this fucking match. And there was nothing there. What happened? This was this 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 could have been. This is these are two fucking great wrestlers. They are. And I know this was you know this was to help set up this this uh Watanabe return but man there's there this match wasn't good maybe this was just bad booking you know somebody made a comment and and that somebody was uh New Japan Eric from the classic wrestling board um oh here's another thing that I hated from Striker and fucking Kevin Kelly shout outs oh boy here we holy go holy shit if I heard hey we're shouting out everybody hey shout out to Joel Goodhart <laughs> Shout out to Vince Lombardi, who's uh, booking W. Shout out to Vince Russo. (laughs) Everybody everybody on the East Coast got a shout out. Enough. Again, it it just didn't seem like they were acting like they acted like fans that wanted to be there. And it just it rubbed me the wrong way. Well, they were fans that wanted to be there. (laughs) Right. But but they're paid to be broadcasters. They're not paid to be fans. Um, All right. Anyway, um, what didn't I like? Uh, I didn't like the match. The interference was a lot. Um, it could have been better, man. Uh, uh, this, 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 this disappointed me, especially with the two guys that are in that fucking ring. Mm. Yeah, I, I had Something high left. expectations for this match, such high expectations, and it was just, you know, I mean, the stuff that they that they did get to do at the beginning was good, but you know, when when, when if you compare this to like uh, their 2013 G1 finale, or even the, the the match that they had at this past G1, you know, it's, this isn't even. In the right, same then, category. Right. So what do you blame for that? I don't know. The gimmick. <laughs> you can't blame the gimmick. Well, no, no, no. You, can. you you blame at, no. It's it's just the style of him of him working. It was like the interference. His, well, the interference doesn't help, but but that 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 doesn't look, this match wasn't good even without the interference. There wasn't any interference until the end. Now wait a second. Did you enjoy their uh, most recent G1 match. Yeah. Naito had the gimmick during that. Okay, but I mean, not certainly not to the full extent that he has now. What? It's, it's, the, it, <laughs> I mean, it's the same gimmick, but it, it's definitely you know, where he was maybe at a, at a 7 or 8 during G1. He's at a full fucking 10 in Goble and Mabla's mode. All right, all right. I mean, what else do you blame? I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue, argue with you. Argue with me. <laughs> but what are you doing? I, no, uh, I think that if what, they then, would what, have, then what do you put? The, then why would this happen? They why shouldn't. Would this happen? They should not have had uh, Shibata and Goto do that run in. You know, those those guys should have just left the arena. You know, we, we <laughs> in a rental car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but who's gonna make the save? I mean, I, the, no, nobody's the, gonna make the save. Watanabe should have cost Tanahashi the match. Naito should oh, have stolen the briefcase, and then they could have had a rematch at Power no, Struggle. That's how so, this should have went down. Are you more upset with the booking or the match? 
Uh, I, I, I'm actually more upset with the booking, to be no, honest with you. No, but then you're out of your mind. Come on. You know, you know. Come on. Stay with me here. This is about Tanahashi getting the win. He's not going to lose going into the two months away from Wrestle Kingdom. What a surprise that would have been, though. You're always talking about the sports analogy, Damien. I know, you know? but no, no. Oh, but now. this wasn't the right time for the... No, it wasn't. It's okay. stupid. Listen, it's still pro wrestling. I mean, let's not, you know, this is, you know... What are you talking uh, about? This is this is the king of sports. New Japan is... pro wrestling. <laughs> there you go. But see what I'm saying? Like, I don't... It's still pro wrestling. It's There's still fundamentals that you need to occur to get to from, from point A to point B. You're right. You're right. Of course I'm right. <laughs> you're always right, Damon. At the end of the day, you're always right. That's right. I love all right, moving on to our main event here for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. The Rainmaker, Kazushka Okada versus the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Damon, okay, let me tell you a little, uh, <laughs> little story about Jack and Diane. Uh, a little, yeah. No, I told you, you know, a, a few moments ago that there was a point during this show that I fell asleep. Now, let me explain to you. Let me explain to you. This is not a negative thing at all. Um, one of the methods that I use... I, I, I have a hard time sleeping at night, okay? Uh, yeah, I do, too. One of the methods that I'll share I one. use... You, you give me your method. You give me your method, I'll give you mine. I have multiple methods. Um, right, well, give, me your, give me your go-to. What? <laughs> okay. It better not be jerking off. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, no, that, that gets me wound up. Um... <laughs> Sometimes I'll listen to music, and mo- m- most of the time I'll, I'll I'll listen to a podcast and I'll doze off. But New Japan podcast. <laughs> yes, I listen to the New Japan Bureau. I listen to the soothing sounds of uh, your voice, Damon, and that just knocks me right out. No, seriously though, one one of the things I do sometimes is I watch a good pro wrestling match. And let me explain this to you. You would think that you know watching a a wrestling match would get you excited and amped up, but when I watch a, a really good pro wrestling match, you know, and I and I watch you know two of the best guys, you know, doing this dance, it kind of hypnotizes me, and it, 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 to a point where I get very relaxed, and I kind of zonk out, and that happened to me. You know, I had had a long day at work, and I came home, and I, I'm watching this match. You know, it's an excellent match. And during some of the final moments, man, my eyes just started to shut because I was so hypnotized by the dance that these two guys were doing. Does this make sense at all to you, it, what I'm saying? It, it makes sense. It also sounds like a gay erotic novel. <laughs> <laughs> well, which I am working on in my spare time. It really uh, is a little creepy. But, uh, I, yeah, I, listen, I'm the same way, though. Because I fall asleep more times on the couch watching wrestling than anything else. I swear to you. Right. Like, See what because, I mean? Because you do relax and you're like, oh, this is, you know, this is, you're, you're into the match and your kind of mind is off of things and it stops, you know, you've stopped obsessing over, you know, oh, I got to get that fucking, uh, you know, business report done. I got to do the budgets for my team and I got to fucking, you know, all this shit of life. And then you're just kind of focused on the match. And then, yeah, the next thing you know, you're waking up and it's, you know, you're asleep on the couch. Yes, I've been there. Um, I won't give you um, my mind revolves ambium, so no, no big deal. Um, ye, I mean, listen to this podcast. I mean, f- of course, I fucking need ambient to sleep, right? God almighty, shot out of a cannon. I know, like David Lee Roth or something. Oh, it's exhausting being there. Um, so what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about the main event here: Okada uh, versus AJ Styles. You you dozing off? Well, look, I'm I'm, I'm in the same boat. Um, 
what did you think of the match? Um, well, first of all, it was an excellent match. I mean, these two guys, we should be thankful. You know, everyone who's listening to this should be thankful that you're alive to yeah. watch both of these guys, you know, perform this art in front of us that they do. Uh, with that being said, uh, I, I may have to go back and watch this again because I'm not sure that this was better than the match that they had at Dominion. I think that might have been the better match, actually. But, you know, look, anytime we see Okada versus AJ Styles, you're in for a treat. Uh, so I'm going to say that this was an excellent match. Uh, <laughs> I, I owe you a Coke, obviously, because mm. Okada, you know, a- a- after three Rainmakers in a row pins my, my my poor boy AJ um yeah, yeah uh, I, you know great match what do you think yes I think you you summed it up perfectly I, I agree with with just about everything you said this was a great match there was something missing and I don't know if it's that uh, that that closing stretch that just didn't seem to have the juice that I was expecting I don't know if it was uh, it's just something. Just something wasn't as spectacular as I wanted it to be. Great match. I I I really thought this match was great. I, I think other matches they had were better. You're exactly right. One hundred percent agree. Uh, wow, we some... agree on something. One hundred percent. But but here's the thing. That's you know. I think that I, that, that can happen. There's no doubt. You know. Um. I saw people online. I saw a wide range. I saw a wide range of reviews on this. I saw everything's from, 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 like three and three quarters. I saw one person give this five fucking stars. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I All did. Right. All right. I did. Pump so, the brakes. I don't. Th- th- I don't think this is even remotely sniffing a five star match. No, I, th- uh, I, I, I think I would give it four snowflakes. Yeah, I'm in the fours. I'm in the four range. Um, I, I think them just showing up is, is a four star match. To be quite honest with you. Oh God! Um, if they just stood around in the ring and like, kind of circled each other, you know, I, really, I'd be yeah. <laughs> wow, you're that impressed. Um, it was a good match. It wasn't five stars. It was it was it was a solid match. But I I think that they have had better matches. And for me personally, it kind of felt like, you know, like I said, you know how they have. Something wasn't there. I, I just, I just didn't. I wasn't jumping out of my seat, and and I hate to put those expectations on those guys that I have to be, I have to be so out of my mind to 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 get what I think I was supposed to get out of this match. Well, let's be honest; they set the bar pretty fucking high. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, listen, I put my, I set the bar very high. You know, I I I set the bar very high. Yeah, as 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 a professional broadcaster, I mean, <laughs> I have to, you know, really. Uh, struggled to keep up with you on these podcasts, Damon. I'll tell you what. Why? Uh, why would you say something like that? Uh, I, I don't know. You're just. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm kidding. Oh, it hurt my feelings. Oh, I thought I wouldn't want to do that. I thought we were a good team. Um, look, it, it, again, I think both of us are guilty of 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 putting this match on a pedestal before they even blocked up. Um, and I did say that you know there there anything that happened in this match. I did set the expectations. Very expectations. <laughs> I just. just went into a southern draw um i did set the expectations pretty high and they didn't quite hit that bar but it was still a very good match and you know what's funny i think that the moment uh where 
where I closed my eyes for a little bit and then opened them up. At, at, at that exact moment, Okada gave Styles the first of three Rainmakers, and I'm like, oh, shit, no. God, no. Please. <laughs> I can't afford, just in time. I can't afford this Coke. <laughs> Coca-Cola, that is. That I'm right. going to buy Damon. Right. Please, FBI, if you're listening. <laughs> please, please, DEA. We're talking about the beverage, not the pharmaceutical. Oh, so, so yeah, Okada, you know, as we all expected, beats AJ Styles, retains his title, and then after the match, who comes out but Ace to the Universe, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, and he does this thing where he points to Okada, he calls him champion, then he points to himself, and he calls himself Ace, and he does this over and over again. And yeah. Tanahashi leaves, Ghetto cuts a promo, and then uh, Confetti falls from the ceiling, and... We all leave happy. Yeah, it was a good show, and I don't think anybody—I don't think anybody left there and and turned off the, the show, thinking it was a, it was a bad show or even an average show. It was a good show. Um, the main event, like I said, we weren't found. I don't want to beat it to death, but I felt like it left something on the table. There are other great matches that were on this show. Ishi Makabe was great. Seidel Omega was very good. Great. Um, yeah, it was. It was. You know, it's kind of a weird show too. You know, it was. Like, it was. You know, you know the 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 Vice Dra- Red Dragon. You know, obviously that left something on the table. Um, I thought the opening match was great. So it was a mixed bag. It was. It was a good show overall. But yeah, there were. They, you know, looking back, it it did seem like a mixed bag. Tanahashi Naito kind of uh, disappointing. Um, but yeah, some surprises again build toward the uh, Wrestle Kingdom and. Uh, Power struggle later on. Um, so we got lots of stuff to talk about uh, in just a few short days, kids. Yeah, that's right. Because you know, to uh, to make up for our transgressions, you know, of the <laughs> of this late show, we're also going to be doing our, our our regular show on Sunday, where uh, we we're, we're going to go through the power struggle card. And speaking of which, did you catch the the moment on this show where Mass Striker thought this was power struggle? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, what a dope. Uh no, he's a he he is No, a, I mean uh, no, I mean you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh well, anyway, we hope that uh you enjoyed our King of Pro Wrestling review here. Uh remember, you can tweet us at Purocast. You can like us on Facebook at New Japan Purocast. And another thing that I mentioned on social media uh, that I would like to implement soon. Damon, I think it would be kind of cool if we went into the uh, into the social media archives, into the Reddit archives, and kind of uh, answered some fan questions or fan comments here on the air. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm, I, I would be I'd be thrilled with the, the idea Um I mean, listen. If 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 somebody's going to throw a question by us, by all means, I'd be happy to give it my best swing. But you know, I'm not expecting a floodgate of questions. But if uh, you know, if you got one, great. I'm 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 down. Look, I'm. You know, it's probably better that Colin does this because I don't really go on social media accounts, so I don't hear what people are saying. But trust me, I, Damon, we have our fair share of comments. I, I listen. I've heard some very nice things that people are saying, and I think that's one of the reasons why we. Listen, the minute I get out of here, I'm I'm going to an arena and, and I'm covering a professional hockey game. So, uh, you know, we 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 juggled our schedules and we felt the obligation for this show because of you fine people and the sweet things that you have been saying. 
Yes, remember, follow us at PuroCast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, remember to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes at New oh, Japan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm, Colin, I, I apologize. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I am a little, I am a little fucking embarrassed because apparently there is a Damon Tweets account. That That's was made. right. There is a Damon Tweets account. We asked for that last week, and somebody made it. Okay, well, I'm a little fucking embarrassed because there's one person apparently subscribed to it. Or can we can we can we can we up the numbers on that, please? Can, can you people subscribe to that thing and not make it so embarrassing that one person is following this account, please? Thank you. Yeah, and and, and, and to to plug the address for that, it is at Damon Puro quotes. See, I, I love it. Our fans are. I gotta be honest with you. Our fans rock, man. I, I'm. Uh, we got fans in New Zealand, dude. Yeah, that's right. A, a, a gentleman from New Zealand said that he listens to us on the way to university each morning. How cool is that? Like, number one, they got university. I mean, just saying it is cool. Yeah, you just know, saying on the way to university. That's going, awesome. Yeah, going to university. You know, that so. beats the shit out of saying on my way to class. Right, exactly. They got it made down there. And, and listen, the Australian women, or excuse me, not the Australian women, how they out there are. The uh, New Zealand women. And Australian women. Well, yeah, Australian women are very nice, too. Very nice, but New Zealand, let me tell you something. something nice. uh, I don't know why I'm mumbling. All right, uh, close it out. All right, so you, you you can follow at Damon Puro quotes, you know, and get that some more subscribers. Seriously, follow us at PuroCast. Tweet us your questions, comments, anything that's on your mind. You can do that on Facebook as well. If you subscribe to us directly on iTunes, you will get each and every show that we record first thing. And uh, you can also uh, listen to us on the great Voices of Wrestling com, which we are a part of their podcasting network, of course. One of the best websites out there that covers New Japan Pro Wrestling. You can listen to us on there and on their iTunes feed. You can also subscribe to us on Stitcher Radio. So many ways to listen to the New Japan PuroCast. So remember, boys and girls, we're going to be back Sunday night or Monday morning, depending on when you listen to us, with uh, a rundown of the Power Struggle card and... Uh, a look into the future of where we are headed on the road to Wrestle Kingdom 10. So on that note, I am Colin Miller for Damon McDonald. We shall see you guys on Sunday. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.